Welcome to Pride Against Prejudice, a Shadowrun 4th edition actual play podcast. I am Simon. I play Bertha Huggins, aka Huggy Bear. I'm Al, or Draenor. I'm playing Mav or Maverick. My name is Les, and I will be playing Murin. My name is Jack. I'm going to be playing Poiger. Hello, I'm Michael, and I'll be playing Sunshine. And my name is Rydian. I am the GM. If you would like any bonus content, a link to our living campaign map can be found in the show notes, along with a link to our Discord where you can get occasional bonus episodes, and if you'd like to add locations to the map or just ask us questions, you're welcome to join us there. If you stick about for a few seconds at the end of the episode, we also have a question for you as well. Following content may contain themes and materials not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi Chummers, we don't have an episode trailer for you this week, but we do want to give a big shout out to the Dragon's Greed podcast and their Shadowrun game, Paydata. They drop episodes weekly on their street level campaign as they play Shadowrun for the first time using 5th edition. And I also wanted to thank them for inviting me in as a guest player the Saturday before this episode drops. Thanks again for giving me the opportunity to play 5th edition for the first time. I had a lot of fun. Go check them out. There's a link to them in the show notes. We would also like to dedicate this episode to the mum of one of our players who sadly passed away this year after a long battle with cancer. She was a first-rate teller of stories, and it's because of her that he is here now, helping to tell you all this one. Rest easy, Chama. There are times when a run goes like clockwork. There are times where the Johnson lied, or has bad intel, or the whole thing turns into a drag storm. And then there are the times where one small choice by a member of the team turns the entire run into an utter farce. Can the team get their dreck together, get their target, and escape now that Sunshine has left Toyga in the lurch? I did not think that through. <laughs> I am genuinely amazed that you didn't, because... I saw that coming a fucking mile away. <laughs> I'm in the entranceway. Yeah, he's in the reception area. Yeah, while my one true love was going off to piss and hit the fire alarm, I'm sitting there, like, casting my spell and... What What does it look like when Toyga's casting? For the increased reflexes one, he just sort of, like, clasps his hands together, takes a really deep breath and shuts his eyes. And when he opens them, the right one with the sun tattoo around it is like, it's gold colored now and it's slitted like people of a cat. Just that one though. The other one's still fairly normal. Okay, Actually cool. pretty cool. Are your natural eyes in fact blue? Mm, uh, bluish grayish. Could you do me the various things that you need to do in order to make that spell happen? Okay, casting force. So I've got two drain, two hits, so I'm going to keep both of them. The Stimpak's one that, like, counteracts stun damage, isn't it? Yes. If anyone, like, sees any of them lying about and they want to grab them for me because I am their friend... Or are just gonna steal their medical supplies? Well, yes. They're being run by a charity that our friendly neighbourhood orcs have told us to go hit. I don't think they're good people and they don't think they deserve medical supplies. We weren't told to hit anybody, we were told to rescue an operative. And we were told that the staff weren't civilians. 
and we were told that they were doing some pretty horrendous things in here. Worse than humanity. Those of you who keep up with your metahuman rights organizations uh, will know that family planning clinics in metahuman heavy areas have a very, very shifty reputation. Yeah, there's a reasonable chance that they are unwillingly, uh, they are un. You're sterilizing people without asking. Eugenics in my good Christian neighborhood. Thank God. It's more likely than you think. Mirren, your turn first. You hear the fire alarms starting to go off and there's people starting to stream out of the doors. The security staff are shuffling people towards the doors in the car park, actually towards where you are. Uh, so I'm going to head towards the fire door. The guards can see me. I'm going to ask them if they need any help getting anyone else. Anyone else out? Can I? How can I help them? Okay, so uh, give me an edge roll, please. Zero. I feel very unlucky. So yeah, it's that classic thing of everybody's got that herd mentality of oh, the fire alarm's going off, right? Okay, we'll go out. The room's not on fire, and people's internal pathing is making them go out of the inter the normal door they're not thinking oh there's a fire exit they're just going oh come on let's go so it's actually shut and it's one of those fire exit has a handle on the outside <laughs> so is that one up to the north open are people coming out there yep people are coming out of that one so urine is stuck there no you can I think trolls have 35 movement, is that right? Awkward moment. Uh, wrong, wrong, wrong door. I'm trying to help! <laughs> so, Hansel, I take it they're they staying in there or are they doing something? Well, Hansel, until they are going loud, I'm going to keep the drones quiet. In the van, yep. I take it you're not doing anything either because you're staying in the van, you're the getaway driver. Mav, what are you doing? Well, you may have noticed a rather convenient-looking measure just a second ago. Yeah, the security guard that you can see, he's coming over to you. And I've still got the hold-all over the uh, obstructive device. He just kind of hands his hat, holds his hands up going, Whoa, whoa, what do you think you're doing? You're going into a potentially burning building, man. We're trying to get people out. We're here to help. Give me an etiquette role to uh, or ne actually negotiation would be better to try and persuade this dude to let you into the building i'm gonna say this is at negatives oh god don't give me negatives it's just some rando off the street trying to run in when they've got a fire alarm going on and they're trying to get people out the goddamn building some rando is a duffel bag yeah so i'm gonna say i roll something entirely different Depends on what it is. Can I roll body based intimidation? Okay, so in what way are you try? What are you doing to try and intimidate this guy? Well, body based intimidation. Mav is small for an orc, but he's still body five. Yeah, he's a big lad. Yeah, and he looms and says, "Gonna stop me?" So give me that roll at a minus five, please. For fuck's sake. I only just got that dice pool. So hey, what are you doing today? Oh, well, I did some looming. <laughs> I'm going to pre-out this as well, because I would like more than one die. That's fine. Minus five, monster. Yeah, he's prejudiced and this is harmful to him. This could lose him his job. 
I got a hit. He got nothing. So he kind of looks at you and has a moment. Yeah, all right. Nobody's going to frag and miss you anyway. Go on. Mav gives him a look and moves to head in, but has run out of movement. Sunshine. Yep, the fire alarm's going off. So I can see there's a security guard quite close to me. Has he spotted me? He seems to be holding the door open. And actually, are you trying to hide? Yeah, I think so. Give me... Do you have any stealth skills like infiltration? Yeah, I've got infiltration. All right, give me an infiltration roll. One hit. All right, so you're kind of crouching down behind the chairs, but he kind of walks in through the door that he's holding open and says, Miss, are you okay? Do you need help there? I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, give me a con. Can I get any sort of bonuses on that for theatrics? Uh, I'm going to say no. The bonus you're getting is that you're not at penalties. <laughs> Three hits. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got this guy totally wrapped around your little finger at this point. Okay, so yeah, I probably get escorted out and taken to the assembly point, but I did the job I needed to do, which was to get the fire alarm pulled. Tiger, you're handcuffed to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Had worse evenings. Does the chair, like, bolt it to the floor or anything, or can I sort of just drag it about behind me? This is a pretty bad area, I've got to say yes. D-rated security area. I did not think that through. <laughs> it's amazing, though. So, I'm just, like, desperately... Everyone's just running, like, filing past me, ignoring me while I'm screaming, Will somebody please help me? <laughs> you spend the rest of your life tied to this fucking chair? Fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be really short, because there's a fire in the building! It's the receptionist's turn now. He walks over to you and says, Well, you picked a terrible time. Ooh, he's near me now. He's within line of sight. <laughs> I'll check with one of the guards, see if they've maybe got if their keys will fit these cuffs, but I'm not sure, Chummer. You know, you really need to buy her some flowers. <laughs> Why? She hates flowers. Alright. Buy her something she likes then. But buy her something for the love of God. <laughs> uh, programs, hat, blue hair dye, um... Buzzy he, he gives you a slightly disgusted look and says, How? How did you get this far with her? <laughs> Easy, I walked. I walked and then she handcuffed me to the chair. Were you not paying attention? You're not very good at your job. <laughs> he sighs and we're just going to end his turn there. Public humiliation. Priceless. Who's being humiliated though? I think it's the receptionist at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Tugger definitely into it. They're, they're collecting awkward moments. So, yeah, the security guard uh, next to Mav goes, he just kind of gives you a mm, look. And the guy up top comes over and he helps Sunshine to her feet and, yeah, starts taking her outside. And he's actually being quite nice. He's kind of going, Are you hurt? Okay. And he's checking to make sure that you haven't cut your elbow when you. Or your hand when you slap the uh, brake glass and stuff. He's actually being an alright guy. 
And there is sunshine lying through her teeth. Yeah. In, 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 in fairness, she, he's only being nice to her because she's human. Yeah. We've got to remember this. Don't forget, Racists can be nice people to people that they consider people. She's human and curvaceous, remember that bit. Does anybody want to do anything on their extra passes, given we're not in strict combat at the moment? I kind of do want to do something. Um, so, I can still cast spells, can't I? Yeah. You could, like, fall unconscious and just wander around on the astral plane. So that was one of the things I was going to do. Straight up faint and get carried out and... Oh, yeah, there's a, a classic, oh no, oh my, oh me, I think I'm just going to stand up completely straight and then just keel over and, like, send my soul out for a walk. I find it weird that this place is like a hospital, almost, and yet it is completely dead on the astral. There should be, like, relief, grief, fear. I mean, there, there is... there are those kinds of feelings. Um, actually... Give me an astral perception check now that you're inside. Four hits. There's everything you'd expect from a hospital, including there's relief, grief, pain. There's also, you'd expect there to be fear, but it doesn't taste like the kind of fear you'd expect. It's You'd expect fear in a hospital, but it doesn't taste like the usual kind of fear. It's not like fear of needles and fear of strange men poking at your bits with a speculum. This is like, is it like worse or worse? You're not sure what, but it's there's something off. I'm, I'm getting big. Don't look in the basement vibes of this place. So Toyga's gone unconscious during their second pass. Uh, so we come back around to beginning of the turn. So, Mirren, you've reacquired your movement. So, if you would like to just start legging it. I absolutely would. Can I get past this guy? What I would like to do on the way past is pull open the doors we haven't opened and uh, yell, is anyone in here? There's a fire. Get out. I'll just say that as you run past, Mav, you're just going, he's with me! As you're, you're running in and Mirren's just going, Boom, 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 past you. If I intimidate him... If he's not him, going to stop... Yeah, if he's not going to stop um, Mavs, then I don't think he's going to stop Murin. I don't know how much half a, half a ton of troll is in um, pounds, but it's a lot. Murin's <laughs> weight is yes, just for the record. That's funny, because Mavs' weight is a bit. <laughs> Seriously? His height is some. It sounds like it sounds like two Welshmen having a conversation. Yes, in a bit, round by year. <laughs> Do you know what Sunshine's height and weight are both listed as? Small. Small. S M O L. Oh, oh my god. She's tiny. She's body two, strength two. Anyway, so yeah, Mirren. You're running in. I'll just say that you're sticking your head into door as you've shoved your head into a bunch of doorways going, Hello, there's a fire. Is everyone okay? All right. So, Huggy, stay and put. Mav, what are you doing? Uh, I've got another 25 meters of movement. And while I am moving, I'm also looking around in 360 degrees by two different directions. 
uh, looking through all the walls, floors, and ceilings. Uh, with is it ultrasound? It's wideband radar. I'm gonna say you you can see bodies, but you can't make out faces with that. Nope. But if someone's tied to a chair or some such. Yeah. Uh, so give me a. And it's not tiger. I'm <laughs> <laughs> tied to a chair, lying in a crumpled heap. Give me a perception check and move your distance. Thank you. And perception, three hits. So with three perception, you're not seeing anybody tied up. There's some people in like, looks like waiting rooms just to the south of you. There's a few people in exam rooms to the northwest northeast of you things i can also definitely see with the radar sensor are guns and cyberware so you are seeing there is somebody nearby who has some cyberware mostly headwear you think and a small firearm a light pistol something like i flag them on um my orientation system as a possible target. They're northeast of you. Northeast. So Sunshine, you and the the nice security guard, he's still sort of walking you round. What's running speed on a human? Remind me. Twenty-five. Sure. So I'm just going to move you both together. Cool. Tiger, you're off in astral by now, aren't you? Yeah. So I've just sort of keeled over and am now a ghosty. Now that I'm a ghost, I probably can't check my PDA and see what Maverick said. So I'm going to go for the big spooky bit in the middle and see what's going on in there. Just whooshing. Ah, you're doing a cat scan. God. Oh, that was bad. That was so bad. Mav, I can't shoot you because you're far away, but understands that that's all that's stopping me. A very, very localized Thor shot lands. <laughs> There's a Thor warhead for that. An easier warhead for that. Uh, I know what... I don't know what this lady's aura looks like, having never seen it before, but I know what a human female's aura looks like, so I'm just going to start checking all of them. Find the one who looks restrained against her will. Give me a perception check, please. I'm looking for obvious fear, discomfort. In a hospital that has just had a fire alarm. Yeah, but it's a fire test. The opinion's going to be more tedium and, oh, fuck, what now? Um, I mean, like, real fear. Three hits. There's three big rooms in the middle. You're getting sort of fleeting lamp glimpses of big grey technological things and there's what the middle one has an aura in it that is spiking with fear and it is female but it's oh that that no that's that's a dwarf uh no screw it uh you move on no no male troll no female elf there's a bunch of orcs there's there's nothing that is really matching what you're looking for. There are female humans about. There's not as many of them, but they seem to be a bit more calm and collected. Can I move more? Can I go somewhere else and have a look about there? Or I'm just going to say that's basically for the building as you kind of zip around all over the place, because you can move at the speed of thought. Okay, I'm not seeing anyone that's obviously restrained and terrified against their will. This double agent's probably one of these calm, collected women. I don't have time to search all of them. Back into my shoes, I guess. Just as you come round, 
you're getting slapped by the receptionist who's going, wake up, in a kind of, on your cheek. It, it's not, like, enough to hurt, but it's like, Ugh. Oh, I hate this. He's having a very interesting day. He's threatening special people now, this. As you come round, he's kind of waving over one of the security guards, and he's going, Eddie, can you please try your cuff, your the keys for your cuffs here? And Eddie comes over, and yeah, he's trying the keys on your cuff. Give me an edge roll, just to see if you get lucky and they're the same brand. One hit. Nope. <laughs> so, the key goes in, but it won't turn. So yeah, you're still handcuffed to the chair. <laughs> I am vindictive. Am I growing to hate Sunshine a little bit? That is entirely up to you. Next <laughs> time I see her, I will roll real hard. Genuinely, that was me as a player utterly forgetting. That was the, the reason you had gone into the building was to set a fire alarm off. I feel I also wasn't planning to handcuff him to a chair. That was a fairly spur of the moment thing. Yurta's cover is just no one is gonna think you came here with the the two runners and the flock of drones. Right. <laughs> Miran, could you give me a perception check, please? I'm still stuck in the idea of Toyo just being stuck there after everyone else is gone. Going like, like hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> hello. Oh yeah, we've made the breath away. We've got the person. We're gonna we're gonna get paid. What are we forgetting? Oh, seems significantly less handsome than when we're on our way here. Oh shit! Who forgot the shaman? <laughs> what, was the, what was the role he wanted? Sorry. Could you give me a perception check? I'm just assuming you're sticking your head in a door. Like, there's a fire! And there's a bunch of people going, It's a test! They're just walking past you. Uh, that's a one hit on a perception. And yes, that was the whole point of running down the hallway so I could open all the doors and look. So yeah, you've had a look in one of the big scanner rooms. There's nobody in there at the moment. But as you go into the sort of middle one, there's a fairly obviously heavily pregnant troll lady being helped out by a doctor. And she's she's looking, she's kind of freaking out a little bit. That's understandable in her situation. Uh, hey, hey, do you guys do you guys need help? Uh, I'm I'm here to help people with the fire. Are you guys okay? There's a human male doctor and human fe- actually no female doctor male nurse trying to help this woman who looks like she's they've just had to bring her round like she's only just come round from being sedated and she's not entirely steady and the two humans are just going yes please. Uh, I'm gonna go over and uh, take her weight. Off the- she puts her arm around you. She's very groggy. She's scared. She just doesn't really know what's going on right now. All right, uh, don't worry about her. I'm going to take her outside. Okay, don't worry about her. I've got her. I'm going to start walking back to the hallway. And while I'm doing that, can I ask her small questions? Yeah, go for it. Do you know where you are? She kind of looks at you and goes, Hospital? Do you know who runs this hospital? It's a... There's... Do you know where you actually are? She... So give me a charisma roll. Uh, if you have negotiation or anything, that would be ideal, but if you don't, default charisma. Negotiation, one hit. So she's... She's a little confused. Uh, she doesn't really know what's going on, but the gist you're getting from her is 
she just came to have a scan and she's not really sure what's going on. She doesn't seem panicked, just there's a lot of noise and people are running around and she doesn't know what's happening. Oh, I've heard they've got some great people around here. Have you seen that, uh, that, uh, that black doctor, the woman in her 30s? Oh, she's absolutely brilliant. She helped my sister through some stuff. What? No, I was seeing Dr. Edwards. She's... she's Puerto Rican? I'm afraid I don't know her. Uh, how far have we gone down the hallway? You get about halfway back down the hallway to the side door that you and Mav came in through. She's not moving very quickly, but with your help, she's making a lot better progress than she was with the two humans helping her, put it that way. She's not a big... She's not big by troll standards, but she is a troll. Because the door's now open, can I send a fly spy into the hospital? Yeah, of course. I'll just say that it's just inside the doorway that Mirren Maverick went in through. I'm going to put it on an auto-search pattern, looking for the doctor's face. Okay, so give me a perception check. Meanwhile, I would like to make it far enough to one of the bathrooms so I can dump this lady off. You monster! The building is not on fire, we know that. It's going to be in a minute. We do have a pissed off mage loose in the building. Or not exactly loose. Yes, that was four hits. Yeah, you got four hits. The drone is scanning people's faces. You're getting pretty good scans, actually. Um, But it hasn't picked up on Dr. Butler yet. Mav, your turn. Then I want to go explore... Can I still see that person with some cyberware? You can. They're through the first door on your right as you go deeper into the building. I get to the doorway and have we look see. So you open the door and there is a woman that matches the photograph that you've given inside. She helping a young dwarf woman who's wearing like a hospital gown off a bed and helping her to her feet. What was the surname of her cover name? Dr. Butler. Dr. Butler, I can help you with that. She looks you over and just says, You don't look like a nurse and I have no fragging idea who you Gonna throw her in AR. I just throw her the briefing. She has a, a moment and of course she's the only one who can see this and looks, has that slight glassy-eyed stare while she's walking forwards and goes, Okay, help me get Kayla here to the muster point and then we'll get that sorted out for you. I take the patient and assist them. Kayla, she's a little bit scared. She doesn't know what's going on and she's just in, she's in a hospital gown and going, but, but where are my shoes? And she's having a bad day, poor girl. Dr. Butler kind of looks at you and just reaches over and grabs some data chips off the side and slips those into a pocket. And she covers what she's doing by making it look like she's helping Kayla and says, there's a rack of data chips in the safe in the patient records office. I need you to get them. Mav uses one of the other new toys he picks up in downtime and says on his subvocal microphone, There's a rack of data chips in patient records. We are to acquire them. Doctor's orders. Right, how are we getting in there? Mav, are you on it? I've got the doctor getting her to safety first. If only I were not chained to this chair. 
Hint, hint. I'm wondering if Sunshine should maybe, like, have another screaming hysteric fit and then go in, go in and rescue. I, I wonder, can I make it down to, uh, in one turn? Yeah, you can just about make it over there, actually. Would I be able to, say, break the chain? You might be able to. Strength check versus a weak steel chain? <laughs> oh, come on, it's cheap sex aluminum, aluminium. <laughs> that is an expression that you don't hear very often. <laughs> cheap sex aluminium. Are you running down there and just going, I can help, grabbing the, the chain link and just yanking? Uh, well, I mean, like, I heard the, the sub-vocal broadcast. Probably text it comes out as... Then yeah, if I can make it down there. Oh my god, who changed you to this chair? The monster! What monster? And uh, I will attempt to uh, break that chain, if I can do that. My bulbous cherub. Alright, give me a strength plus body. Ooh, I like it. This is what I'm all about. Two hits, really? It's on 15 dice. That's a atrocious! That is under... Well, those those uh, handcuffs are staying on, I'm afraid. You can always edge it. You know, sometimes you just get that one import produce that just matches to the specifications and wow. So the security guard just kind of looks at the the big-ass troll who's just... Boom, boom, boom. Who chained you to this chair? The monster grabs the chain of the handcuff, yanks it, and just kind of goes... <laughs> what? And he's just giving you this look of... Really? <laughs> it's a good day all round for athleticism, isn't it? Bragging, really? What? It's not hard. It's just hard to grip, okay? You're trying not to crush his puny wrist. It's, it's the fuzziness, I swear. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sunshine is just going... So she's starting to, like, calm down a little bit and is just hearing all this shit on, like, a little microphone in her ear. And they're going like, oh yeah, I should probably do something about this. And while she's sort of calming down from the, like, massive panic attack she's been having at the security guard, <laughs> so she's calmed down for that, and then goes, oh my god, I'm Goes even more high pitch and runs back into the building. I've got to say that the security guard heard the exact same amount of that as me, which is to say, sweet fuck all. <laughs> you did slightly white out your microphone there, Flynn. It was an accurate representation. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the boyfriend got... What, something chained boyfriend? What? As, as, as Sunshine just legs it back into the burning building. <laughs> As you do, I'm going to say you go for the nearest door. There'll be no damage from this. Do you have any kind of close combat? Are you joking? Or unarmed? <laughs> no! Alright, so default to agility minus one. You're trying to boo rush a guard. <laughs> agility minus one. Ooh. Um, That's a crit glitch. That's a crit glitch. So... Does he, he... Does he just clothesline me? No, he's not actually trying to hurt you. He just sees this young woman running at him, screaming, Oh my god, my boyfriend's still inside. And scoops you up, but slips slightly. 
accidentally dump tackles you and lands on top of you and just jams his hip into your stomach and you're just there lying there going I'm suing so you just land in a screaming heap gotta admit this is not how I pictured this run going when have you ever pictured a run going a certain way and then it's just gone that way? Just So that's Sunshine's turn. Toya, you're still chained to this chair <laughs> with a troll. You've now got a troll yanking at the car unsuccessfully. Big <laughs> boy troll as well. Not having a good day. So I'm going to do some more acting. I sort of just throw myself at Murin. Matthew, my bulbous cherub, you have come to my aid. I am so grateful. Give me a con roll. I don't have con, I just have charisma. Then default to charisma. Minus one. Two hits. They are convinced that Matthew is indeed your bulbous cherub. At which point I'm leaning right into his ear like, get these fucking cots off me right fucking now. Why did you have to buy the silky smooth ones? I didn't. I can't get a grip on these. Have you seen my fingers, for God's sake? Mine's immaculate taste in bedroom acrobatic equipment shall have to come up later. <laughs> I want to find anything else to do. Okay, while everyone's distracted with my beautiful display of romantic affection, I'm going to point it like this area, roughly. And I'm going to say, look, the fire, and cast Phantasm of a fire. All right, you cast a phantasmal fire in the middle of the waiting area that you're chained up in. Cast your spell for me. Force three, it doesn't need to con be terribly convincing. Three hits. On seeing the f the fire. Look, the fire. Look, the fire. The receptionist, he just screams and runs out the front door of the building. He's noping the frag out. And the security guard is just shouting, let me have a go. He's just having a fairly ineffectual tussle with Muren. It's kind of like punching Muren's namesake. He might as well just be punching a wall. At this point, a little old lady walks over. At this point, a little old lady walks over. No, no, don't, don't. Why is there a little old lady? Pulls a Super Ruga Warhawk out of her handbag saying, I can help, dearie. And she starts lining her pistol up on the chain of the handcuffs while the security guard just shouts, Oh, frag me! And dives for cover. Tiger, Tiger, stay perfectly still. Never mess with the little old lady. Eyesight is based on movement. Little old lady with the fucking massive revolver. How can she carry that thing? She reaches her coin purse and pulls out a bull-barreled revolver. <laughs> No, it's like it's like a handbag. It's not like a little oh, handbags. Little old ladies carry about. They could like smuggle the Prussian army out in them. Oh <laughs> <laughs> the drama those handcuffs have caused has made them more than worth the price. Yeah, she just lines up a shot. And just there's this God Almighty. <laughs> Toyga, your ears are ringing now that you you've got tinnitus to the max the bullet goes through the chain and just ricochets off to frag knows where there's no screaming it's probably okay and the the security guard just gives her a look a look and says 
Normally, madam, I would confiscate that, but today we are just walking out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> and starts taking you out to the muster point. Mirren, are you and Dr. Butler going to... I take it you mean Mav, not Mirren. Yes, Mav, sorry. She hands off Kayla to another member of staff who's going past, who's walking out the building, and says, follow me to Mav, just... Swipes a key card, takes you in, grabs a rack of data chips, and then just looks at you and says, get me the frag out of here now. We have got to move. Get me over to Staten Island. Have a team. We're on the way. We're professionals! <laughs> right, I'm taking the van round to the um, nearest fire escape, which I think, think is here. Yeah. So you guys somehow managed to display competence getting into a van. <laughs> First time for everything for the first time this run and you're able to start driving away before the cops show up to this abject clusterfuck that you've created thank you for spending some time with us and listening to the pride against prejudice podcast we hope that you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you again in two weeks time for our next episode in the meantime what's the most heavily armed old lady that you and your Shadowrun team have encountered let us know on our discord Intro is More Human Than Human by Carl Casey, and the background music is also by Carl Casey. Outro music is Neon Thrills by Luck Hash, and all sound effects are credited in the show notes. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Pride Against Prejudice podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any other proprietary material for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Pride Against Prejudice podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast remain the property of their respective owners. The Pride Against Prejudice podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. So if you want to use any part of the show, please give us the credit. See you next time, chummers.